live and it is and we're super excited because it is the start of a new week how was your weekend uh had a great great time and i know jan did too we had a lot a lot of uh i would say it was kind of a noisy weekend uh pops bangs booms but we're gonna get into that in a little bit but good morning everyone this is carol so aka naughty boss live with two sisters hey good morning everyone it's janice aka wellness diva 5.0 there's <laughs> excuse me always a lot going on and then um sometimes the unexpected happens um which yes it certainly did and without and i don't want to dampen anybody's mood but without getting particulars because I don't know all the facts. I just know what happens uh, around the little circle. And we do not yet know um, the name of the victim. But um, we are sending our love and sympathies um, for their tragic loss. And I think for right now, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Because again, I don't know all the facts. And, and uh, there was something that did happen in North Haven on Saturday. And uh, I'm sure you can go to the Connecticut news links, you know, to find out more information, but I don't know all the facts. So I don't want to um, get into that because that's not my thing. But I, I felt <clears throat> a close connection to say something and heart sympathies and prayers for that family. For the victims. Absolutely. And, and, you know, when that's a, you know, an unexpected thing, because, you know, we you know, we, we chat about the different things that are going on in our world and the stress levels, which do impact and impede and uh, have an impact on your health and wellness. So if you can imagine, you know, being in your own little neighborhood and you are, you know, surrounded by law enforcement looking for what you don't know what they're looking for at that time, uh, it can be a very scary, stressful situation. And I think the, the root of it from all the information that I've read, which has already been out in the public is, you know, it stemmed from, from road rage. And you're hearing more and more road rage incidents that are occurring because people are stressed, they're behind the wheel. You know, we, we, they're not paying attention. They're, they're on either their uh, tech devices, which you're not supposed to be people. But in addition to that, people are very very stressed out what's going on in our world it's impacting our health and wellness now you're stressed out you get behind that wheel and you know sadly when people are not paying attention they make errors in judgments correct you know you may have somebody that might cut you off you may have somebody that doesn't use the traffic signal which we know you're supposed to from you know changing lanes you may have that very impatient person that is driving to endanger and that's really the legal technical term where they're going in and out of the lanes uh, riding on your bumper, you're not moving fast enough, they swerve around you, passing on the right, which again, breaking the law, you're not supposed to do that. So all of a sudden you've got all this anxiety now with driving and sadly the ramifications of that now are this road rage where it does have deadly consequences. So those that are on the road and we're at a busy time, right? We're in, you're in the summer months, coming off of a July 4th weekend, people are vacationing, 
go to easy, go slow. You are not in control of someone else behind the wheel. So you've got to be a defensive driver. And if you've got to be a defensive driver, guess what? You got to pay attention. You, you cannot be on your tech devices. You should not be looking at a cell phone, texting and, oh, I got alert and looking what it is. And sadly, vehicles are equipped now through the technology of the car to say, oh, you got a message from blah, 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 blah. Would you like to respond? No, you should be paying attention to what you're doing, which is driving because nine out of 10 times yourself is precious cargo and the passengers you have are precious cargo. So you need to be more alert and a defensive driver has to understand that you're going to get those meatballs that are on the road that either are not in the right mindset or they're just not, just, you know, they're not happy people. So what do they do? That is something they control because they're driving it. They control that wheel of going in and out or cutting someone off. That's how they're sadly taking their stress and their anger out, which is a bad mix because a vehicle, if for those of you that don't know, is a deadly weapon. It can kill people. And or if you have things in the car that can kill people, it's, it's not always a good thing too, especially if you're not a registered gun owner. So safety, safety, always first, be defensive. You know, don't get frustrated when you're in traffic because people are driving more. Even though the gas prices are skyrocketing, it's still cheaper to go that route than flying for a lot of people. People might still be nervous about that, although you would never know that. And the 27 uh, air flights that I've taken over the last year, uh, I've been, you know, seeing uh, such a, a strange uh, perception and journey with that being you know, when the virus first hit to being like only one passenger to watching it slowly creep up to now where we're at full capacity. But there are many people that don't want to fly. So they are driving. People are under stress. They're under duress. They're, you know, thinking about what's going on in their worlds right now. So take it easy, go slow, take a deep breath and prepare for the worst. You know, make sure that you've got cold beverages, that you've got a first aid kit in your car as well as knowing that if you're driving, especially a long duration, you're gonna hit traffic. So don't get frustrated with people, be a defensive driver. Somebody cuts you off, you're not in control of that, but guess what? You are in control of how you react. So sadly, some people that are stressed out may be driving okay. And then all of a sudden someone cuts them off and then all of a sudden this, this crazy person comes out and that's the result of it. You don't know the mindset of somebody behind the wheel. So just go slow, go easy and know, uh, prepare that things are going to occur, be proactive and just being a better person behind the wheel. Exactly, and, and obviously the, the, the first responders, the police, the medical personnel, um, they did such a, they definitely were stretched to the limit, always professional, always taking care of the public. And yes, we know that, that they chose that as their profession, but they should be recognized as well. They did an amazing job in <laughs> keeping the public informed. And so kudos to them. But, you know, it just goes to show you, um, you know, talking about vehicles in general, vehicles was probably, you know, along with aviation, the Wright brothers, <laughs> one of those inventions that, you know, how, how did I live without out that? means of transportation to get you from point A to point B. That is your mission when you are at the controls is to drive that vehicle and pay attention. 
I guess in some terms, you have to think of it as your energy. Is it going to benefit you to get that mad? Now, we know people are under a lot of stress and I am no, by any means, no psychology professor, major, whatever, <clears throat> but human nature dictates our actions for every action there is a reaction so you know for me um the timing of when all this occurred i actually left a lot earlier <coughs> than i thought i would now had i left at the time that i was planning to 11 15 to 11 30 that was when all the chate was happening and i would have been like right in that area at that specific time. But driving your car is, is such a responsibility that the too many electronic devices, having Wi-Fi, I know there's vehicles now that have Wi-Fi in the vehicle. And like you said, with the messages, I, <laughs> I turn my phone, uh, I don't turn it off, but I turn it, um, the volume all the way down and I turn, turn the little, little thing on the side off. So I don't hear dings. I don't hear phone calls. I don't hear text messages coming in because that is a distraction. You know, sometimes people say to me, you know, I've been trying to call you for an hour. Well, I was driving and I do not talk and drive. And there's actually uh, what you can do because I do leave my phone on and yes, uh, you can safely answer a telephone call if it's actually connected to your car. That's a safe way to do it. Right. Uh, and, I, and I do keep it on for emergency purposes, but there is, you know, uh, I think the way technology works now is you can also say, I'm busy right now or I'm driving. And if someone's calling you and or text messaging you, text messaging you especially, they're gonna get that response. I'm, in, I'm driving, I cannot answer this at the moment. And I think part of people getting impatient with i've been trying to call you i've been trying to text you is because sadly of the tech world that we are in everything is flipping instant and it goes back to you know being impatient like you know we we, we want to get our health and wellness on quickly we want to lose that weight quickly we want to be the first to watch that new release movie uh, we have to have the newest gadget the, the the newest diet fad it's because we have created an environment where everything is instant gratification. And we, we, we forget that the most important things in life and world that add value take time. It's part of the journey to work towards whatever that goal is, whatever, um, you know, that, that, that bar that we're setting for ourselves. And I think, I truly believe that what's impacting people's health, health and wellness is they want instant. I want to know now. I want an answer now. I, I want to talk to that person now. You, you, you know, I'm actually dealing with a uh, airline issue at the moment, which is not really an issue. It's just something I have to get done. And I can tell you, so I've got my earbud in. And obviously, a lot of the airlines want you to go through the internet to modify, change, whatever you got to do, right? So, you know, it, long ago, you know, the day was you, you know, you call a customer service, you've got a live agent. And uh, is it frustrating? Yeah, I would say that it was frustrating, but when you, when you know going in with it, now I've been trying to reach this particular airline now for a week, and every time I call, it's, you know, you know thank you for calling. You know, we're, we're experiencing a higher call volume than normal, which is a pretty typical corporation call lately. 
And I think that's a, a key signal to say, okay, we don't have enough help answering the phones. That's my perspective of it. But anywho, uh, you, you know, who hears a message? Your wait time will be 217 minutes. Well, that was the average time last week. So obviously I hung up, I'm like, I don't have time to do this up right now. I, I'm, I'm too busy or I've got something going on, but the time has come that I have to deal with it. So I call, let me tell you where I'm at now because I have my phone, I've got my earbud in waiting for them to pick up because it's something that I cannot do. It's a complicated issue. I have now been on the phone one hour, 16 minutes and, whoop, take that back, one hour, 17 minutes and two seconds. And is that normal? No, but these are the times that we are. So I know that going into it, so I prepared. I said, okay, I've got to keep them on hold, put my earbud in so if they come in, I can cut out of the podcast easily, which believe me, I don't think it's going to happen during the podcast because I was already warned it was over 200 minutes. So, uh, but this is, you know, things that, you know, it's out of my control. So am I going to get all pissy about it? No, I just got to deal with it. You have to have that patience to say, this is where we're at with technology. There are a lot of people uh, that even though that I was actually surprised of the whole time, because let's face it, how many times have you called customer service for your credit card company, your airline, your hotel, and you're speaking with somebody from another country? So they are sourcing out. Um, so to me, there's no excuse, but that's my perspective. It's not going to change. So am I going to get mad over it? No, I got to wait. And I think that's part of the issue. We've become a very impatient society. And when you enter the emotion of impatient, it reflects in all sorts of your health. I'm not, I'm impatient. I don't want to stick to eating uh, healthy. I'm impatient. You know, I'm working out and I'm not getting the results fast enough. I'm impatient because, you know, I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z. It's not happening. I'm impatient because, you know, it's, no matter what I tell my kids over and over again, they're, they're, they're doing the same thing over and over again, and I'm not getting through to them. We have to, like, unwind. We have to, you know, take it back because reacting impatiently is one of the worst things for your health and wellness. It sure is. And I felt that anxiety uh, when I arrived at my destination on Saturday. Um, because about 15 minutes after I arrived, I, I got the call as to what was transpiring on Malolo Circle and around in this general vicinity. And it was very nerve wracking. And after I got off the call, I'm like, you know, of course, started looking for information. Now, of course, things were ongoing. Not much was known at that point. And I felt <laughs> that anxiety of not knowing right then and there what was going on and then i'm like whoa i gotta take a step back here like this is not good i'm not going to do anybody any good without just chilling out but then of course i couldn't get a hold of anybody so i'm like well i know that uh <coughs> people will be here soon so when i heard the garage door i opened it up i'm like oh my god like i was like i but it, it was startling to me because I don't want to say you never think, but I had just had a conversation that um, where I said um, on Thursday, um, you know, oh, well, I don't think anything like that would ever happen around here. And something did. And it, <laughs> I think, you know, as much as we want to know, and obviously the public does have a right to know, I'm not saying they don't, but things have to come down to an orderly fashion for 
<laughs> the proper authorities to do whatever type of investigations that they need to do. And I just, I put my, my energy at that point um, to prayer, to, you know, how is this, how is this going to change what I presently do in my life? But more importantly than that, it was prayer for, for this family, prayer for uh, the victims, you know, everybody involved in this incident, the first responders. I just, it's just very unsettling. So the message that I'm trying to give out on this Monday mindset is no matter <coughs> how much you want that information, like instantaneously, of course we do. Don't berate yourself for, for that. But don't use that energy to kind of derail you that I need to know now. We eventually will know everything that we need to know. And I am okay with that. Just be mindful, be cognizant, be, you know, vigilant, you know, as to what is happening around you. Be courteous, be kind whatever you can do to kind of take that stress and anxiety away from yourself. Yes, I love receiving information. Who doesn't? Just go on Google, whatever, Google something, boom, you get it like that. Exactly. And, 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 and again, it's, it's what's out of your control. And I think too many people want to be controlled because of instant information instant like just google it just check the internet or whatever and what i what i notice when when there is something going on in that regard and then you know you're you're with other people or you're at an event or you know wedding whatever and and, and you think about it well that's out of your control and this is in your control your presence is what you are in control of and you have to, you have to understand that there are levels of distractions that you're not going to change the outcome. Easier said than done, obviously. But while obsessing, because it's almost like an obsession, instant information to me is almost like an obsession. I've got to know. You know, the fear of missing out, the fear of not knowing when. Does it really matter? Mm -mm. And if it means I'm going to distract from who I'm with or what I'm doing or an event I'm at, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go down that road because it serves no purpose to me because eventually what's going to happen is the only purpose it serves is just to aggravate you even more because you can't get the information. So while, you know, be, be abreast of what's going on, don't over, you know, uh, you know, obviously, if it's a national crisis, that's one thing, you know, it, you know, those things will have the attention of everyone but <clears throat> within life there are always going to be distractions we we run our, our lives our journeys are nothing but a distraction because those are the things that kind of infiltrate your mindset they infiltrate uh your passion your motivation of where you're going to go to so your mindset is a key piece and it's hard to do no one's saying it's easy but mm -hmm. if you're feeling that kind of like i need to know kind of stuff walk away from it take a walk Go do something joyful. Go uh, help somebody. There's nothing. There's nothing uh, that doesn't cure anything than helping someone else in need, um, because it's a good. It's a good distraction. So there are distractions that are actually good. So do a good distraction. 
uh, do a healthy distraction. There's so many people out there that need our help, whether it's a neighbor, whether it's someone elderly that maybe might need an errand, whether it's helping a young mom that, you know, she just needs an hour or two off from dealing with her kids and wants to go for that manicure, you know, offer to help that way. Geez, I'm going to the grocery store. Let me check with my elderly neighbors. Do, do they need any groceries from the store? Uh, your local churches, your local communities, the library. There are so many avenues and where you can volunteer your time. And volunteering is one of the most selfless things anyone can do for somebody else because you don't do it with a price tag. You don't do it with what am I getting out of it? But actually you are getting something out of it unbeknownst to yourself is you know a grateful heart. You're, you're, you're receiving gratitude from the person that you're helping or the project that you're helping or the institute that you're helping. So there are healthy ways know that you know we're not we're not in control guys we, we never are and never were the only few things that we're in control of is ourselves how we act and how we react and, and just you have to be mindful of that and that's that that's a healthy mindset it takes practice i don't think there's anyone in the world that's got it perfect because as human beings we already know we say it more often than not we are perfectly imperfect it just it just is uh, the great thing about humanity is we have the we are redeemable. We can do better. We can always work harder to impact other people with positivity. We can work harder in coming together. You know, when there's a major distraction of you know where can I help out? Where where am I going to add value or help with the solution to get through this? So those are the things that you really have to focus on, and you can't focus on the stuff that's out of your control. Right. And speaking of mayonnaise, um, that was a nice distraction. My little princess Ray Ray did my nails. Um, unfortunately, most of it came off. I don't know why, but I still have some left. The nail polish that she has because she's been complaining. She says, where's my nail polish? I go, Auntie's probably having the same problem you are because it's not your, it's children nail polish. So it's not like real nail polish. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why. Because I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? What happened? Because I still have some of the uh, the other, the pink that she did a few weeks right. ago. Yeah. And uh, I played Monop Monopoly not has, has a new game out with, um, <laughs> but it's playing cards. So that Speak took the process up. <laughs> Yeah, it does, but it was fun. So, you know, Jetty, Jed, and I, you know, went through the cards, and uh, of course, he won. And no, I did not let him win. Popular to contrary, what think people may think, you know, he, he played a well game, you know, and we were kind of helping each other out, but, you know, maybe Auntie helped him a little too much, but I didn't help him win. Yeah, well, well, you know, and that's <laughs> something to say about because a lot of times when you're playing a game, like I've been obviously playing pickleball with him, and he's got to earn his points. Like I'm not giving it to him because when you, um, and it doesn't mean that you can't assist here and there, but if you let the child win for the sake of winning, it doesn't teach them. Uh, not everyone is a winner, and I know we're in a society where everyone gets a participation award, everyone gets a trophy, every, you know, that's not life, you know, and that's where, you know, the whole equity issue comes into for so many parents regarding schools, uh, because in life, um, life isn't fair. Uh, those that are motivated and work hard should be rewarded. And hopefully that those that aren't, uh, you got accountability. You look at yourself in the mirror and say, what can I do better to improve my score? 
to move up in the class, to maybe work towards that trophy, to, to come in first. You know, we've got the Olympics going on. That's a perfect example. Not everyone can be on an Olympic team. So if we're pushing as a society equity, does that mean, you know, okay, everyone's going to now be on the Olympic team because it's fair. You know, life isn't fair. And again, it goes back to free choice, knowing that we have the ability to be accountable to ourselves. What we put in, we take out of, but it's not a free ride. You know, people have to work hard towards their goals, their ambitions, their motivation. And that comes with a strong mindset that comes with dedication to the journey. Um, but I, you know, I'm kind of getting real tired of the whole, everyone's got to win. Well, yeah, you know, and I remember I just thought this popped into my head. There's a lot of popping going on, by the way, it's Monday. That usually happens. <laughs> but what just popped into my head was um, <laughs> when our brother uh, won the gold medal, uh, national world's figure skating gold medalist. And I'm almost positive it was 1971. But anyways, um, when he came home that day, it was his turn. Here he is, the big gold medal champion, and it was his turn to do the dishes. That's right. And my, our mom made him do the dishes. And I don't know why I was in the kitchen with him and I was crying that he was doing like dishes. I remember that he's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, well, you just want a gold medal. You got to do the dishes. Right. The hierarchy did not uh, hold weight in our family. And there's something to say about that. You know, parents are, you know, we always say parents are the first teachers. Guess what, guys? You are the forever teachers. You never stop teaching your children, whether they're young, whether they become young adults, and even when they are adults. You are always their first teacher. You will always continue to teach them. And that's, you know, what instilled with our family life that I look back now and we had so many blessings that we really didn't really understand or appreciate mm -hmm. that our parents taught us. We were, uh, I would say, an eclectic family. We were uh, lived in, you know, two major cities, Hartford, Connecticut and New Haven, Connecticut. Our dad was the director of HUD, which was housing urb, uh, urban development. We were always exposed to all races. Uh, gay people, nuns, nurses uh, frequented our home, all different races. So we never, you know, we were all equal. We were all human beings. But what they taught us is so impactful and relevant, even still today, because I look at what's going on in the school systems. I look at what's going on in our society. And parents have to fight back, like regardless of what you can't control, you can fight for what's going on in your school and you hope that you can make change, but ultimately you still can't control it. But you can control what goes on, on in your own household. So be that ever present teacher by living by example, teaching your children the golden rule, teaching them to work hard, that nothing's given to them, nothing. I mean. What happens to the saying, money doesn't grow on trees? Mm. You know, there, there's so many, there's so much to say about our childhood that, you know, we could go on and on. But the one blessing that continues to uh, be a driving force is what they taught us is passed down to, you know, our generation and generations beyond to continue that, that we're going to keep, keep teaching right from wrong. And sadly, when you think about it, sadly or not, um, You'll never get rid of racism. You'll never get rid of hatred. You'll never get rid of darkness and evil. But guess what? You uh, won't get, uh, you'll never get rid of people that are embracing all people be just because they're humans. 
You're never going to get rid of love. You're never going to get rid of lightness. You're never going to get rid of happiness. Life is two coins and we have to embrace that, but you're never going to wipe it out e either one. So you have to come up with ways to work within those means to make sure that you're teaching others the golden rule in just being kind to one another and accepting. And will you reach everyone? No, you're not supposed to. It's just the way it is. Exactly right. And on Mindset Monday, we're going to close it out by saying, you know, mindset is all about a perceived perception. And today I choose kindness, love, outreach, and so much more. So what are you going to outreach for? Um, how are you going to maybe turn your mindset around about maybe something that is happening where you are in the world today? Oh, on that note, my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, AKA Nonny Boss, live from New England. And just an update I have now been on the phone on hold for one hour, 33 minutes, and 36 seconds. Oh my God. For the duration, I'm embracing the pain of being on hold, but that's okay. I got a great mindset. We wish you a great Monday. Go out, be kind, be positive. You can't have a good mindset if you don't have positivity. And we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.